What's up, everybody? It's Willie Paul, and two weeks in a row, Pastor Brandon, back again. Just couldn't get enough, huh? Boom, boom. I think you're the first repeat, like, two Hit weeks him with in the a ones row. and twos. Other than Cam, when we did our Advent Christmas one in December. Mm. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you're the first back-to-back. Well... Much obliged. Uh, anyway, uh, we, hey, we've got some really cool things going on in Metro. We've got uh, this Friday is Alive Alive for high school and middle school. Super stoked. It's going to be really good. And then this Saturday is the men's rally at 7 a.m. Uh, also, really excited about this one. Metro Kids uh, just reopened uh, for fourth and fifth grade. We weren't able to, but now that we have more volunteers coming back uh, who are able to help in that, we're opening it up to fourth and fifth grade, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, a lot of really cool things coming as we head into summer uh, and starting a lot of new things like this new series Oh yeah, uh, called More Than Happy, going through the Beatitudes. You kicked us off last week uh, with an explanation on the Beatitudes, why we're doing it. Um, but if you could, just a little, maybe like 30 seconds of why you felt now was the time to get into the Beatitudes. I think the series title about being more than happy is really important for us to consider. Uh, we are a society that just has a happiness addiction, that a lot of us, we want to be happy. Who doesn't? But um, happiness is super shallow. I think it can be something where it is here today, gone tomorrow, depending on my circumstances. Some circumstances are light and meaningless. Um, others are really deep and serious. So happiness isn't something that we can rely on, but blessing is. And mm -hmm. even though the word uh, blessed in Greek, uh, Makarios idea can be translated as happy or fortunate, it's, uh, that's like a deeper meaning of happy than we take it as today. So I thought it was important for us to think about what does it look like to live life more than just happy, but to rest in God's blessing. And even blessing, it can be a word that we just take almost to equivalent to happy or fortunate. And that's kind of too light of an understanding of it also. So I think um, this idea of uh, being blessed is so much more than that. And this, uh, this deep rootedness that we have in God's presence that's with us, you know? Mm. So it, through the message, we said that uh, blessed is like an inner state of personal spiritual fulfillment, really that is like unaffected by external trials and things going on because I'm rooted in God's favor and his presence that is with me. So, you know, easy question that people would ask is, so what is the difference with blessed or, or versus happy? You know, um, what's really funny is after preaching this entire uh, message, I went home that evening and was talking with Kara. We prayed with our kids and, you know, we pray together at night before we go to bed most times. And, we're praying, thank you, God, for blessing us with. And we talked about so many things we're blessed with. Uh, but even that could lend itself to just being like materially um, content or grateful. And it's all well and good. But what happens when the material stuff isn't there? Or, you know, the kids are going through something that's really tough or there's a health issue or things don't line up right. Can we still be blessed? And the Beatitudes tell us yes. So mm -hmm. whether you're poor in spirit, whether you're mourning, whether you're hungry and thirsting for righteousness, like, whether you're being persecuted for your faith, you can still enjoy God's blessing because God's blessing isn't contingent on what's happening outside of us, but rather what's happening because God is with us through all of it. So I think that idea of being blessed is 
uh, not just knowing that God is with me, but believing it, internalizing it. And because God is with me, his presence, his favor is with me. I can face whatever is going on in my life with a confidence because God is with me through it all. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um, that difference between not just relying on the emotional state of happiness because it's so like fickle, you know, so, like you can be the most stoked in the world and then one thing goes wrong and it just, your, your emotions just plummet. But um, enjoying being happy, but not depending on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, because when you were talking about like how we our our society really has like a happiness addiction, like man, that was that's it's so true. Like yeah. everything that we do is to I don't even know if it, it's it's both to chase happiness, but also to run from negative emotions. You yeah. know? Yeah, and you know like it's not always wrong right? to like, you know, chase after happiness or enjoyment or, you know, when my team wins, I'm happy. That's not wrong. But if that's where my base level of security comes from, then okay, we got a problem. And if I start looking for uh, happiness, turning into um, going into things just for pleasure and just becoming more hedonistic in the way that I live. Okay. We got a problem. Mm-hmm. So happiness is a, is a nice thing, but it doesn't have to be the thing that we base our lives on. So I think in our world where, you know, um, pleasure and comfort uh, take the primary role in a lot of our decision making, you know, what makes me happy, um, we have to consider, like, what does God say about all that? And when the Beatitudes talk about, you know, blessed are the or happy are those who, as other translations might say, we have to consider what does it look like for us to really be blessed in a deeper level um, that's very contrarian to the way that we interpret life as people living nowadays. Mm. Speaking of uh, being happy that your team won, didn't the Clippers win? I was very happy that they won. I I was on Instagram after Sunday and I saw some of my sports friends were posting about it. And I was like, is that, I was going to text you, but then I wasn't sure if Clippers were your team and I didn't want to embarrass myself by not remembering. Are you sports friends? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, friends who are into sports. Oh, it's not like a big brother, big sisters thing where they take you under their wing. <laughs> so this is a football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Um, uh, so the beatitude, blessed are those who are, okay, wait, before we get into that, is it blessed or blessed? It depends on where you're reading it and whom you're reading it with. So is it Hawaii or Hawaii? Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. All right. So, uh, blessed slash blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Uh, I did wanted to ask you about this idea of being poor in spirit Mm. because I think speaking for myself and perhaps for a lot of people who would be listening is we wouldn't necessarily call ourselves poor in spirit, but maybe more middle class in spirit where mm. sometimes we're good and sometimes we're not. And like, there are a lot of times where we feel like we can just do it ourselves and like get through stuff. And then like something comes up and it's like, okay, no, actually we do have to depend on God. But then when that thing gets resolved, we're kind of more back to the, oh, okay, I can start doing my own thing again. Yeah. So how do you find this, this, blessing of being poor in spirit if that's where 
we are right now. You know, I think it's a really good metaphor. So uh, the way that you describe that is so good because, you know, if you're rich in spirit or just arrogant and, you know, making up terms to throw into a podcast, you know, <laughs> you uh, think about them on Sunday and you're just like, all, all week, you're like, wow, I can't wait for that. <laughs> and, you know, texting the pastor while he's preaching, hey, you should say this. And I'm like, ignoring really stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. Um, no, really, if you're, um, rich in spirit or arrogant and fully self-reliant and sustaining and you don't need God, then you're not, you're not blessed because there's no room for God. Um, on the flip side, if you're poor in spirit, but you're a metaphor of middle, middle class in spirit. I like that because it's true. I think many of us find ourselves there. Like, um, you know what that reminds me of, Willie, to be honest? It reminds me of the church of Laodicea in Revelation 3. You're mm-hmm. neither hot nor cold. You're lukewarm. You're right in the middle. Like you're just kind of getting by. Like you're neither... Uh, you're neither horrible or great. You're like right in the fence. And remember what uh, the spirit says to the churches. I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. And it's not to, to throw shade and stones at people who feel middle-class in spirit where, you know, you know, you're doing good. And then when something goes bad, oh, I really need God. And then okay, things are good. Okay. Now I'm good. Yeah. God's there. But I don't know, man, I feel like when Jesus talks about blessed are the poor in spirit, I don't know if he's telling us that, you have to be poor in spirit. So right now, you know, you know, go ahead and be totally poor in spirit. I don't know if it's as prescriptive as we make it out to be. I think it's more descriptive what the kingdom of God is like. So it's not to say as we get into the other ones about those who mourn and those who are meek and those who are peacemakers. I don't know if Jesus is um, saying, hey, you have to be like this, whereas he's telling us what the values of the kingdom are, you know, which are mm. countercultural to the values of this world. So the difference between that and other parts of scripture, take the epistles when it talks about the fruit of the spirit of love and joy, and that we should be more like that. When it comes to being poor in spirit, I wouldn't say Christ is telling us you need to be completely empty right now. And if you're not, you're wrong, right? I think it's more this idea of, hey, this is what is valued in the kingdom of God. This is what it looks like here. Those who are totally relying upon God, yours is the kingdom of heaven because you don't have anything else. What you do have is you have heaven. You have eternity on your side that when you are at the end of your rope, as the message translation says it, there's more room for God. And how many times have we seen that to be true? You know, so I wonder if in times when our lives are totally broken and maybe you're listening or watching to this podcast and your life is pretty broken, then you can take heart that you are blessed in the middle of all this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if you're someone whose life is totally falling apart and you're trying to pick the pieces up, um, just know that when you are poor in spirit and you are realizing your need for God, God is more with you than you could ever realize right now, even though it doesn't feel like it. And maybe that's more what this poor in spirit concept uh, centers itself around rather than if you're middle class in spirit, then you need to just go bankrupt and be totally poor in order to be blessed. It's actually, no, I think you're still blessed. But just because we're middle class or we're comfortable, it's almost an encouragement to, I think John 15 is more appropriate, to stay connected to the vine of I am the vine and you are the branches. And apart from me, you can do nothing. And I think the middle class in spirit phrase is fun and playful because it says sometimes when, when we're on the vine, we feel like we're growing and we can unknowingly detach ourselves from the vine in our hearts and feel mm-hmm. like we, we have it all together. So I don't have to rely on God until something happens. Or, Whoa, I've gone wrong. I need to repent and go back to the vine, go back to the source because I realize I'm poor in spirit. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what you're saying is it's less of a here's what to aim for and more of like, hey, if this is where you are right now, then take heart. Like, uh, 
I'm with you kind of thing. I think it's, it's a, I think it's a, if this is where you are now, you are blessed, not can still be blessed. You are blessed when you realize that this is where you are. So for those of us that, you know, find ourselves more self-reliant, it is an indictment of, Hey, consider your heart, right? Like this is not what's valued in the kingdom of God. So what is valued is not self-reliance. It's what is valued is um, full reliance on what God does and his provision. And I think that's where we, as those who might be considered that quote unquote uh, middle class in spirit should consider of, Hey Lord, I want to be more reliant on you. So it's something Mm. that I look towards. So, so what advice would you have if someone is listening and uh, they are like feeling that, okay, there are times where I depend on God. There are times where I depend more on myself, but I want to make the transition to more, to being more uh, poor in spirit, to depending on God more and more. Uh, how do you make that transition? What steps do you take to get there? It's tough. Cause I don't know if there's exactly like one, two, three steps, but I would consider heart direction, if you will. So heart direction would be, you know, uh, do you find yourself relying more on God or less on God? You know, mm. I think that's, to consider another question to, to consider is um do you find that you can fulfill all of your needs or are there things that you're relying on god for and or another question is as you recognize god's blessings in your life and that'll be material things comforts things he's given you right do you praise him for those things or do we take them for granted as things that always have and will be you know so i think it's that kind of thing in the end it's it's heart direction I wouldn't necessarily uh, give it like one through five and these steps will, will create someone who's poor in spirit. I think it's um, things that I've seen in my life that have helped me is uh, when, you know, do I pray first thing in the morning? And if so, what am I praying for? Right. When I go through different things in my day, whether they're highs or lows, where is my heart in all of those things? Mm. I'm happy. Um, what do I do with those blessings? Um, what do I do with them uh, from a heart perspective, right? When I'm not happy, things aren't going well. Do I still realize that I'm blessed and do I rely on God? Um, and do I remember his presence? And that's why there's an internal security, right? The spiritual fulfillment, even though I don't have the things that I used to have. So mm. I think that's more leaning itself towards being poor in spirit. Um, Psalm 51 talks about um, creating a clean heart, a pure heart in me. It's a, it's a psalm of repentance and remorse that probably would lend itself more to the second beatitude that we'll be talking about this upcoming weekend. But it does talk about restoring to me the joy of my salvation. And I think that part of it is really important because when God restores the joy of our salvation, um, going back to Revelation 2 and 3, we come back to our first love. And then we're not like that Laodicean church fooling ourselves to thinking, I'm rich. I, I don't need anything. I've got everything. I'm fine. And, you know, Christ says in that part, you're not, you don't realize that you're wretched, naked, blind, and poor. So I think we can easily be, um, be uh, fooled into thinking that we're fully self-reliant because we know so much. We've uh, followed Christ through all these things, and that's good. But even in our most um, advanced years of knowledge and following Jesus, we still need to be reliant upon God in a very real way. And I think that's poor in spirit. Mm. Wow. i I don't know if there's anything else to talk about, man. That was, did you prep for that? Was that off the dome? We're going to wrap it up. (laughs) Was that a freestyle? Dang, man, you're good. (laughs) What happens when you write the message and you preach it three times and you've been sitting on it since uh, last week. Oh, true, 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 true. What's funny, Willie, is um, 
Um, sometimes as pastors will preach something and obviously we have to, we have to run it through our own heart and lies before we share it with people, right? Because we need to, we need to eat our own cooking, right? Well, what's funny is sometimes after preaching it, I will be immediately tested on it in my own personal life, right? And I was on this one and I still will be because I think it's so foundational and pivotal uh, to who we are as God's people. That If this is how the kingdom of God is, if the Beatitudes are um, inaugurating the kingdom of God, then Jesus is saying what the values are. And, um, you know, Sunday into Monday uh, wasn't the easiest. We had some stuff in our family going on. Um, I, I hurt my back just playing with my kid and I don't even know what I did and getting a little old, but still yet, like I'm not very happy about that. There was waves and I couldn't surf because my back hurt and my kids were being so good. And I can't wait for um, summer school to start up. So I'd have one less kid to watch. And my friend is texting me that surf was really good and I couldn't be out there. And I said, Willie, stop texting me. And um, it was one of those where, um, you know, I'm challenged on this idea. And I know that some of you who are listening or watching, you're going through much worse than, you know, I hurt back and watching children on this stuff. But, you know, for me, it was, you know, am I still blessed even when my body doesn't feel well and I'm not sleeping well and I'm irritated? Like, am I still blessed? Before I tritely say, yeah, I'm blessed. Like, I need to consider, and I, I was challenged to consider, you know, even when things aren't going well and you're not happy, like, are, am I still blessed? And if the answer is yes, then live like God is with you. Mm-hmm. Live like blessed. And doesn't mean you have to be happy, joy, joy all the time, right? Uh, you can feel down about stuff, but there is a baseline of knowing God is with me and for me. And therefore his blessing is with me, even through my, my pain, my frustration, my anger, my this, my that. So it's funny because when you look at um, what does it look like to live poor in spirit, it's even when things aren't going well, you know, you can still be blessed. Um, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the online broadcast, but um, author Dallas Willard wrote a book called um, the divine conspiracy. And a lot of it has to do with, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, and mm-hmm. what I love in his um, his reflection on the Sermon on the Mount, especially the Beatitudes, is he was saying the Beatitudes. To paraphrase, the Beatitudes show that the kingdom of heaven is open for everyone, and more than just saying, you know, everyone's on level ground at the cross. It's all true, but the Beatitudes show that whether you know when you're you're uh, spit out and shut out and put out and everybody just denying you the kingdom of heaven is open to you because that's when you look at, you know, poor in spirit and meek and mourning and all these things, right? Like you are not just welcome in the kingdom of heaven. It belongs to you. So this wide open door to anyone. I love that because it shows us that you don't have to have your life all together. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be um, necessarily even living as a Christian um, to know that the kingdom of heaven is available to you. And as we know, it starts by having faith in Jesus, that Jesus is enough and coming to him as our fulfillment. I think that's where the blessing lies, not necessarily in what's happening in my life, but because Christ is with me, I can, I will, he can, he will. And that's what I'm trusting in. Yeah. um, I love what you said. I don't know if you said this online, but um, Sunday I was sitting in the tent and uh, it was kind of like a in-between kind of line, but you were talking about like having that security and that faith and uh, in tr- knowing that God is with you. Yeah. And you were talking about how uh, you have that pa'a. And I was yeah. like, oh man, that's just a, a, a perfect way to describe it mm. of like, you're just secure. Yeah. Like 
when when things are going wrong, uh, when when we get the diagnosis or a surprise bill or something uh, that is not optimal in our lives that we would not choose, but it's yes, but God is still with me. Like, yes, this sucks. Yes, I don't want that. Yes, I would not have chosen this for myself, but God is still with me. And yeah. like having that uh, solid foundation to build our lives on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, um, that, I, that idea of pa, that Hawaiian word for solid or stuck to is like uh, when you see opihi stuck to the rock, right? And these shells are so sucked on, like vacuum sealed to these rocks that even when these high waves smash against it, they almost laugh because you're not moving me. The only thing that can remove an opihi is a weirdo with a butter knife going down there to harvest <laughs> a lua. But um, spiritually speaking, I think um, that's what I aspire towards is, man, I just want to be so solid, right? So uh, to this, to the presence of, of, of the rock of ages, if you will, right? That, you know, when things come my way, then I'm like, I'm okay. You know, and then that, that's what Psalm 1 sounds like, right? You know, blessed is the man or the person who doesn't walk in step with the wicked or take the way that sinners take. Um, but really the, um, their hope, their trust is, is in God and you meditate on God's ways, God's laws. And you just, it, it helps you to trust him. And you're like that tree planted by a river, um, that's this whole idea of what this idea of blessing is, is that you're, you're a tree with deep roots. You know, so many of these terms that we talk about, you know, blessing and faith and hope, and like, there's so many overlaps there. Well, there's specific definitions for many of them. The, the general consensus of this, this metaphor pictures of deep rooted, you know, holding onto the rock of being blessed is just knowing that, you know, come hell or high water, Jesus is for me and with me. So we're going to get through this and life will change. It won't look the same, but it's going to be okay. I think that's what we look at when it comes to this concept of, you know, being blessed. So, you know, as we, as we wrap it up, we look at this idea of what does it mean for, for me, for you, for the listener, you know, to be poor in spirit, to be blessed. I really think um, it's different for everyone, but at its core, it's um, do I realize that Jesus is all I need? Um, is he with me through all that I go through? And is that enough for me? And I think that's what we can aspire towards. Yeah. And I, I like what you said earlier about having that heart posture um, of turning our, I guess, turning our hearts, turning our souls uh, more towards God and not towards ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, that's how we improve, not improve upon, but like bring this beatitude more into our everyday life. Yeah. 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 And we can do it. So it's going to be a great series as we dig into being more than happy. There's some tough ones. Um, there'll be some things that we discuss, but we just want to invite you. If you haven't yet, come join us in person. Uh, we'd love for you to just show up here. Got some great things going on. And we also have uh, different things that are happening in our different ministries. Like Willie had already mentioned, men's ministries gathering this Saturday. You guys, just come on down. It'll be great as we grow together. Um, and then youth ministry is meeting. And we also have Metro Kids open on Sunday for fourth and fifth graders at eight o'clock service. So uh, the Lord is moving and our church is open and we're excited for that. Yeah, a lot of really cool stuff coming up. I'm really excited for the future here at Metro. Yeah, me too. All right. Thanks, PB. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Shoots. Shoots.